another episode of Real Estate Renovators, the business advisory show for real estate professionals. My name's Chanel and this is Rex. How are you, Rexy? I'm a little bit disappointed and sad, unfortunately. Oh, here we go. So we have, as we all know, Melbourne is the auction state of the world, I think. We do more auctions per um, week than any other state or in any part of the world, which is great. Where are you going with this? Bear with me. Um, so we've got the two, one of the two best auctioneers in the state with us today. And I was going to auction, have live auctions today. It was so much hype around it. And then someone stopped it. So we have no live auctions today. Do we, so do we why? why did I stop it? Because you're not a team player. Is that right? I think so. Do you think, so um, to our audience out there, Rex loves to tell everyone, she knows like my sister. She knows like my sister. She like I love sister. C. She's like my sister. His sister recently was engaged. Congratulations. And he wants to pimp me out. I do not want to pimp you. You really want to pimp me out. I do not want to pimp you out. It was an auction for a consultation with Chanel and a consultation with me. It was a date with Chanel and a consultation for your coaching business. How you determine a consultation, the date is up to you. I thought it was a consultation. Anyway, moving swiftly along, moving we will um, we will showcase some auctioneering skills and we're going to be auctioning off uh, you today, actually, Rex. And we've actually <laughs> all planned this prior. So um, <laughs> yeah. we'll be streamed live if you'd like to auction off a date with Rex. It will be a non-romantic date because he um, is currently in a partnership. Um, but anyway, one. moving swiftly along. It's it's no secret to anyone, Rex, one of my absolute favourite real estate brands and offices, Ray White in Cheltenham. Uh, Greg is also the senior... REIV Auctioning of the Year and the Senior Ray White Group Auctioning of the Year for Victoria. That all being said, you don't look so senior, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the first what's person. Your less, what's your secret? Yeah, some really good skincare. No, uh, absolutely <laughs> Do you use not. her absolutely Botox, not. lady? Yeah. <laughs> she there's been nothing yet with a one-year-old. I think oh. that's coming, though. So, okay. uh, no, it's a very interesting title to put on uh, on the auctioneer side of things. Um, but, yes, the senior auctioneer of the year at Ever I Congratulations, mate. 31. So Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thirty-one. Correct. Wow. And you just came back from New Zealand as well for the Did Australasian auctioneer of the year awards correct correct wow. didn't take the chocolates out there unfortunately so we had a good run mate but, just um, to get there at 31 is a accomplishment by itself yeah correct correct it was a really incredible time over there so i spent uh five or six days in auckland competing with some of the best auctioneers literally in the world so it was wow. pretty cool before we go i asked rob this question what is the art of an auction but before we touch into that greg talk us through your career how did you get to this point where you're 31 and competing against some of the, the best auctioneers in the And world? winning Victoria and Ray White Group. Yeah, so uh, I started in uh, work experience in 2006, funnily enough, um, almost as old as uh, lovely Rob, but I was good old 14 back then with a local oh, agent. Yeah. Um, my mother had bought and sold a number of properties and I said, hey, that guy drives a nice car and he's got a nice suit, so it's I want to be like him. <laughs> yep. And I'm more than happy to say it. Uh, I, was a, I was a killer for that. So I started working experience there then went back and worked there as soon as I finished year 12 so I was 17. Uh, I was the sales cadet back then. Um, they've had a pay rise since I was there. That's yeah. Yeah. I think no. I was on a ripe old 25,000 a year <laughs> wow. or something like that back then. Letterbox dropping everything that you can imagine. Um, the worked, basics, the basics work. All the basics yeah. but you learn it really really well. Um, so worked in in that office for about five years, moved to another local office, was there for about seven years and managed um, the office there and at that time I grew from just being in marketing all the way through to managing the office but got a real keen love for auctions 
Um, and just the thrill of auctions. Um, as you can probably tell, I'm a bit of an out there person. Mm -hmm. So I like being in front of people and connecting with people. And that was a real love for me. So I started calling auctions in 2016, 8th of October, 2016. I've still got the video on my phone. Oh. I was a 125 kilo little fat kid. Um, oh, wow. It's quite funny. So it's as much as I weigh. <laughs> I will never, ever forget. My leg was shaking that much. They almost had to, like, I almost had to get somebody to hold me up because I was that nervous the first oh. ever auction I called. So, wow, and the, the transformation from 125 kilos, what happened there? Was that from the, the confidence you the got from being an The shaking of the leg really Yeah, correct. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you need to be fit to be an auctioneer. That's the main thing. So, no, um, it was really just a transition in life more than anything. Um, and in business, I was 24, I think it was back then, 2016. So, yeah, 24. Um, and got out of a different lifestyle of go, 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 and just really focused on life. So, um, managed to get myself in a little bit better shape than I was then. And starting an auction being so nervous to where you're at now, what changed? Was there a training seminar involved? Was it continuously refining your skill set? Talk us through that. It's a really good question. So for me, it's a love, it's a passion, um, but I also view it as a business as well. And so for anybody, you want to be putting time into your business, time into getting better. So I spend a lot of time training. Um, literally after this, I'm going to go and do some more training this afternoon. Um, well, if you're training, do you do it by yourself? Like you stand in front of a mirror? And yeah, it's a really good question. Sometimes, sometimes time. Uh, <laughs> don't ask that question. I don't, don't ask questions you don't want answers to. That's <laughs> true. Um, sometimes I actually, it sounds crazy, but in a walk-in wardrobe because then you can't move. And so you're enclosed into where you are. So you've got to be happy with yourself. But no, I've got some absolutely incredible mentors and people that I work with fairly religiously, almost on a weekly basis and that doesn't stop we've had two weeks off because we were away but um, that's with some really good people in the auction scene a gentleman by the name of Luke Benitziotis who's won the REIV a couple of times Harry Lee who's won the Australasians Justin Nickerson who's won it three times they're very very good mentors to me and people that I look up to and help oh fantastic and what so. is the art of being an exceptional auctioneer what is the secret recipe yeah really engaging with both sides at the end of the day I, and people sometimes don't understand it when I say this but the best auction I feel is when you don't even know that there's an auctioneer there it just felt like the flow between the buyer and the numbers being added up is just there and the buyers almost take care of it itself you're there as a facilitator as an auctioneer you're there to try and get them to where they want to go um, you've got to have a bit of personality about it and I try and lighten the mood realistically everybody is pretty nervous or mm. shitting themselves as mm. I like to say but you've got to really engage people to make sure that they're they're comfortable because at the end of the day they're going to spend more if they're comfortable so what happens when you get to auction day and no one bids like you've ran an exceptional auction campaign you've done everything you can do you're up there no yep. one bids great question um the only person that knows how an auction is going to run realistically is the listing agent and the auctioneer themselves. So every auction that we go into, we are running it as if it's going to be the best auction in the world because putting that energy into it can sometimes actually get energy back from other people. Mm. So at the end of the day, if you're going out there and going, well, there's no bidders here today. This is going to be really average. My vendor's really high and, the, and there's no buyers. Mm. That people will pick up on that. For me, you've got to have energy. There's no off days. You can't have an off day as an auctioneer. You've got to be there with your energy. Um, if no people bid, again, the best listing agents breed the best auctioneers because you work together as a partnership to get both buyers and vendors in a place where they can transact. And that's really our job at the end of the day is to try and help the two people come together. Mm. So if nobody bids, uh, you've got to have some good patty. You've got to have some good fun, some good jokes. Um, yeah. And know the area. Again, I've been lucky enough that I've done contract auctioneers for a number of years, not just on my own properties. I've been out in places like 
Williams Landing, uh, Epping, Preston, Point Cook, all the way down to St Andrews Beach, um, Rye, Sorrento, literally everywhere that you could think of. And so it actually helps you know Melbourne better so as well. So you would say each demographic or each suburb you're in requires a different skill in auction. Can you t- what, what does that consist of? Very much so. Uh, I've been lucky enough to call enough auctions in Glen Waverley and Mount Waverley. And for most people that know, that's a heavily Asian um, area, which... They have a very different way of liking being spoken to and how they bid and how they track their bids on a big board with butcher's paper, etc. Oh, right. I speak quite quickly. Some of the bigger agents Do you speak Mandarin? I don't speak Mandarin, but I speak quite quickly and I'm a very Anglo-Saxon looking person. I usually get looked at like I'm an alien um, because I'm out there going quick and making funny jokes and they're going, what is this bloke saying? So you've got to really pick up on the vibe of the buyers and the agents and also your interaction with an auctioneer as an agent is key because you can feed off them and they're the ones that are signalling to you how to run that course. You've done 1,100 auctions. Yep. Or more now. Um, 1,100 yeah. auctions. At Roughly. 31. Whoa. Yeah. Um, when you go and you still list yourself. Correct. So I'm back on listing yep. and calling my own auctions. I'm not calling as many auctions as I was. When you sit with a vendor, what's yep. your, how do you pitch an auction over a private campaign? Yeah, it's. I actually heard something the other day which is the best example of it. An auction process is about a process, not about the day itself. For me, it doesn't bother me if we sell a day into the campaign, a week before auction, an hour before auction or on auction day. It's a process to get both buyer and seller in a scenario where they're happy to transact. Um, The auction process is the only one that opens you up to private sale and expressions of interest and auction all in one, realistically. So you're covering every single base that you can to try and sell the home for the most amount of money possible. And the competitive advantage on auction day between buyers, is that... 100%. Fall into it or is more? Yeah, 100%. And again, having called contract auctions for other auction, for other agents, so being called in as the auctioneer purely and really in, only engaging with them in maybe the last 24, 48 hours of that campaign to running a campaign myself and being the auctioneer, you can't speak highly enough of being the auctioneer and the agent in one. It's just incredible or having a really good connection with that agent because you're in the middle of the auction and you can talk about the buyer's children and why they want to live in the home and the schools and why they're buying or if their mother lives five doors down the road or eight doors down the road in your instance, some family members. You've got to know the tell points to be able to tug on those emotional heartstrings and it sounds really bad but at the end of the day we work for the vendor. As much as we want to try and help buyers, we're working for the vendor and that's to try and get them the best result possible. What's your view? Do you, do you call your It's got your to be buyer? a Ray White thing um, and that's probably why we're, why we're some of the auction leaders um, in not just Australasia but, but literally the world. For me, if you've got some familiarity with a buyer, again, it breaks down some of those walls. At the end of the day, a buyer that rocks up to auction day is probably thinking, I don't really want to speak to that auctioneer because they're going to make me pay more money. Yeah. Realistically, if you engage with that auctioneer and you actually have some dialogue, it helps them help you to get what you want because nobody turns up to auction day going, oh, you know what, I don't really want to buy this property. Hmm. If you're there to bid, you're there because you want to buy the home and the only person that can help you is the auctioneer. Unless you're me. Unless you're you. Yeah. <laughs> so the engagement between those two parties is really, really important. Again, in my own campaigns, I'm speaking with buyers very regularly, so that's a little bit different. But if I am helping other people in the office, I will speak with the buyers. They're key buyers mainly, mainly people that have made themselves known um, to really understand why they're buying the home. Because again, that integral knowledge of why they're trying to buy the home and what it's achieving, what problem it's solving for them, is the key to success realistically. It's always knowing the why, isn't it? It is. Mm -hmm. 
It Fantastic. is. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. We appreciate it so incredibly much. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate your time. Next.